We are I. What makes a champion? I think that this is a great question and an age-old question. And as I sit here and contemplate this topic a little bit, as I, you know, think about my thoughts about it, and I let those thoughts marinate in my mind, I almost come to this real abstract conclusion that the more that you question what a champion is, almost makes you more of a champion than somebody who can clearly define that. Because, and I say this because uh, somebody who constantly questions what a champion is and to find an actual definition to a champion means that it's somebody who's searching for more, somebody who's searching to be able to learn, you know, somebody who wants to absorb, you know, somebody who is looking past what they see right in front of them. You know, I believe that this is a great foundation for, for what a warrior is and what a champion is. You know, somebody who's willing to be able to excel. And the only way that you can excel is when you have a willingness to learn. So it's the mark of a true champion, a simple foundation that you're curious. Seeing this digression through thought and this digression through, you know, meaning allows us and allows me to be able to understand, you know, what a champion may be really, you know, because like I always think in my mind is not as like a champion. I I've always looked at it as more of like a warrior. I don't necessarily care about being a champion because to me, I always associated and I still do a champion with somebody who wants to place first. Somebody who wants to be better than other people. Somebody who uses other people as a means to be able to, to push themselves because they have this hierarchy and this tyrannical ladder to be able to climb, to be able to claim their number one spot. And that has never been me. I love to be able to go out and challenge myself. I love to be able to push my own envelope. I love to be able to push what I think my limits may be. But I don't look at this being a champion mentality. I look at this being a warrior mentality, a a person who is willing to step into the field of battle, knowing there's a high likelihood you are going to lose. That's how I perceive me. I don't perceive me as being what I think that champion is where they step in that field of battle and all they can see is winning and all they can see is being number one and all they can see is that that trophy, that gold medal, you know, that limelight, the notoriety that comes along with it. That's not me. I don't like that. I don't need that. I don't feed off that. But when the one things I do love is knowing that I have a sword and a horse and a shield and I'm willing to be able to trot into the field of battle and knowing that what I have in my mind and what I have in my heart and my soul is this burning desire to have ruthless endurance. When I look out at the field of battle, no matter what my battlefield may be that day, is I look at it and I say there's absolutely nothing out there. That is going to defeat me, but not as in a way that is going to defeat me like I want to be first. 
but I will die fucking trying every single time. I don't care how long it takes. I don't care how hard the battle is. I don't care what the sacrifice is. I don't care what the cost is. But the simple fact of knowing that I didn't give up, that's what I strive for. That's why I feel like it's more of a warrior than a champion because I don't care about being first. I've only ever placed first in one thing. And that's when I was like five years old in machine pitch in Coldale, Alberta, when my machine pitch team placed first and I was the MVP. When I caught that ball as a first baseman, I didn't know enough to be able to throw it. And I chased down the guy going to second and I tagged him out. And I chased the guy down going to third and I got him before home plate. Because I was too ignorant to throw the ball to make it easier on myself. And I didn't even know those facts at the time. That is the only time that I've ever placed first. And knowing that I always approach everything is that I just want to be with the upper echelon of warriors. Knowing that I'm in that top 10%. Knowing that I'm out there with the people who are willing to be able to go so fucking far. But you don't care about finishing first. Ruthless, absolute ruthless endurance. That's always what I say fuels me. That's what allows me to be able to, you know, hike 20, 30, 40, 50 miles into the backcountry, go across two mountain ranges simply on a quest to looking for food. It's what allows me to be able to run the West Coast Trail. And that memory just popped up in my, my feed today. You know, the West Coast Trail, the world's ultimate obstacle course. Something that people do in three to five days when we ran it. I wanted to do it in a sub-16 hours and we did it in 16.59 or 16.49, sorry. 49 minutes. And when we crossed that finish line, when we got from one end to the other, no matter what it was, I was with two other people that would not let anything stop us. No matter whether you had to crawl or walk. There was one guy who had a fractured ankle. And he finished that shit. The other woman, she almost, or she fell through one of the bridges and almost fell 20, 30 feet into a raging river, caught herself, pulled herself back up, and fucking continued on. You know, when my hamstrings, my calves cramped up, and I laid on the ground crying until I could muster up enough strength to be able to get up and keep on going. So when I walk across that finish line with those two other individuals, It doesn't matter how it takes. We just had an abstract goal of time. It just so happened. But if I was the type of person where I had to win a champion mentality in my mind is I'd have to go back and I'd have to beat that time. I don't necessarily care about beating that time because what happened was we didn't stop. We didn't give up. We crossed that. And for all the people who have given up, that's what keeps me going. You know, when another feed or memory pops into my feed from 10 years ago, we did the first Tough Mudder that ever came to BC. You know, all the guys that I trained with wearing 40-pound weighted vests for months. And we go and do this and we, we crush it. And we all finish within the top 10 of the, the race going out in the elite class. Going so fast through that race that some of the obstacles weren't even set up. And seeing some of the guys that beat us ran around the obstacles and didn't even do them or try them. 
because all they could care about was trying to be first. And that's that gross, grotesque champion mentality that's willing to even cheat and lie to be able to be first. And that's why I don't care about being first. And that's why I don't look at as being a champion. I look at as being a fucking warrior. Because when you look at where that alpha wolf is in the pack, it's at the back. It's not at the front. Because when I look at that wolf, that wolf is exactly the epitome to me of a warrior, not a champion. Because that warrior, he'll stand back and he'll walk and he'll protect. He'll protect that back of the pack, the weakest, the most vulnerable. He's there, not caring about the notoriety and the limelight of walking and being first in that line when they crest a hill. No, last, last. It's where the warrior belongs. The warrior belongs last. So maybe as I digress through this podcast, maybe that's the true definition of how I feel is being comfortably last because that's where the true warrior is. And there's not too many apex warriors more significant than an alpha wolf, right? So my question to you today is go comb through your thoughts and see if you can come up with the definition of who you are and what you are, a champion, a warrior, a weekend warrior, doesn't matter. But just go through those thoughts. Go through those thoughts and see what you think. Go through those thoughts and add some clarity to what is going on inside of your heart, your mind, your body, your soul. 